When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better as Freddie and Harry. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. It is time for you in about 10 minutes, give or take a second or two, to get whatever's off your chest, out of your mind, something you need to share with everybody because you need a safe space for it. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Hit us up now. Be on the first online because in 10 minutes, you get a chance to speak on it with no interruptions, no judgment. Safe space at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Speaking of safe spaces, that's what Justin Fields, Bears quarterback, was able to find on the St. Brown Brothers podcast. Now, for those who don't know, yesterday it seemed that he unfollowed the Chicago Bears on Instagram and he followed not one, not two, but three Atlanta Falcons who all play on the offensive side of the ball. And Harry Douglas, these are your Falcons, and who are the three that he followed? Uh, Drake London, mm-hmm. Bijan Robinson, mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts, and Kyle Pitts. Ding, 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 ding. Wide receiver, running back, tight end, respectively, who could mm-hmm. all help Justin Fields if he decides that Chicago don't want him no more, and he decided to follow those three, and then follow the Bla- and then follow the Bears. Excuse me, Justin Fields. Why'd you do that, bro? I'm glad we're talking about it because people. Why do people take social media so serious? Like. <laughs> Like, I still mess with the Bears. It's not, I'm just trying to take a little break. I, I'm following the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Like, mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG don't mean you're not messing with them. That's you know? true. That's true. That's facts. That's facts. But you, you follow yeah, you Gianna, right? Hmm? But listen, listen, man, yeah, that's, that's my bro. girlfriend though. That's different. But I'm saying, like, when you're single, it's you really messing with the girls you don't follow more than the girls you follow. You, you know feel me? Oh, like, so you're yeah, saying you mess with the bears? You're saying you mess with the bears more now that you don't follow them? Man, ah, like okay, that. okay. It's it's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no football. And guess mm-hmm. what? Freddie, easy fix. Mm-hmm. About to go on vacation. Don't want to sit on your timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> that Instagram, that Twitter X app, that Snapchat, and what is the other one? TikTok. TikTok, yeah. Pre- press down on them, on one of them, <laughs> and as that little as that little app starts to shake, <laughs> there's an X in the, in the left corner, I believe. Hit that X, on all of them, and make sure 100 <laughs> percent nothing can be on your timeline. That's the best way to do it, Freddie. Unfollowing the Chicago Bears, unfollowing the NFL is not going to stop. Football, anything football-wise, keep it off of your timeline. That is not what's going to happen. I love the way he started that whole conversation when it turns out. Why are we talking about this? Bro, I'm glad we're talking about it because people, why do people take social media so serious? Like <laughs> Because you take it seriously. Yeah. That, <laughs> 2024, that's what happens. I mean, I understand that a lot of people do not want to be out of the know, out of touch, Nobody either talking about them or seeing what's what's happening in the world, whether they go on vacation or not. Believe me, 
is 2024. I'm not going to be that old man. I understand. I know why that is taken center stage with a lot of people in their lives. But if you really don't want to do something, we've seen that they really want to do something they're going to put on social media. If you really don't want to be bothered, it's an easy fix, but you can't live without it. They can't live without it. They don't want to live without it, and they don't want to hear anybody clapping at them by saying, if you don't want to do this, dial out. Go off the grid. Go go out, be a prince of darkness, princess of darkness, whatever that is. So that's we, not, we have that's, a, that's, that's not that's not we have whatever. a prime example. Mm-hmm. Tony Pollard didn't even know that Dan Quinn got the head coaching job of yep. the Washington Commanders because he said he went off the grid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't on social media or anything. Nope. So the first time he heard about it was on the Pat McAfee show. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how you go <laughs> off the grid. When I go to Alaska, Freddie, what I love about it, like when we go out deep sea fishing or we go out uh, land fishing or whatnot and got to catch the, you know, the little uh, airplane to get to where we got to go. Right. Listen, when we leave at five in the morning, your phone doesn't work from 5 a.m. when you leave until you come back back at 6.37 p.m. Wow. And I love every bit of it. It's OK to dial out away from stuff. I love every bit of it. Like when people go on vacation, do you keep your phone on? Yeah, I keep my phone on, but not to the office. Yep. <laughs> I'll never get one time. I'm going on my honeymoon. And one of our program directors who worked, he said, well, how long are you going to be away? I said, well, you know, this is Denise and my time. I'm taking, you know, two and a half, three, almost three weeks off. He goes, well, what if the place, you know, what, what if a fire happens? I said, are you a fireman? He said, no. I said, I'm not a fireman, so I really can't help you. <laughs> the place is on fire that's just how it's gonna have to be and then have to find a different place to work at i said i don't know why you're trying to bring that up when i'm on my honeymoon guess what i'll not be thinking of here <laughs> i'm not gonna be thinking of that no. but everybody always wants to be there they don't want the here to be away from them and that's why it's hard for justin fields and his generation to put that away when they go elsewhere you ain't think about that you're trying to ask my little freddy's <laughs> Thank you. Let the church say amen. Amen. Well, if there's a fire. Well, okay, what if there's a fire? I'm not a fireman. Neither are you. Can't if, help you. And where I'm at, I guarantee you, I won't be able to help you out of that fire. Use Far more, away. Use more water, click. <laughs> That's my expertise. Where's the fire extinguisher? Thank you. If, if you need me to f- try to figure out how to fight the fire, then you know what? You're just screwed as far as that goes. <laughs> but Justin Fields letting everybody know he's not going to be screwed one way or the other, especially when he does not want to leave Chicago. Yeah, of course. Of course I want to stay. To be honest, bro, I'll be trying to like, you know, with all the talk, it's, it's hard to... I, guess kind of just boom be in one place but i can't see myself playing in another place but i know how that league is like eq you was probably the same way before you left green bay but i mean if it was up to me i would want to stay in chicago i love right. the city the city's lit the the fans there they're great mm-hmm. and the people but um it's a business i ain't got no control over it so whatever right. happens happens but i feel like the biggest thing with all this going on right now i just wanted to be over just let me know if i'm getting traded yeah. let me know if i'm staying it's an act Bravo, bravo, Justin Fields. That's the way you give the politically correct answer, Justin Fields. But I do agree with him. If this is going to happen, uh, I wish it would happen sooner versus later so Justin Fields can get to wherever team he needs to get to, right. understand the playbook, get to you know build that chemistry with him and his new teammates yeah. or whatnot. But uh, shout out to Justin Fields for knowing what to say. I, I I commend you, sir. I like the fact that he put it into the court of the Chicago Bears. He's like, they started this. 
I didn't want to be out of here, but they made it a point to say that their future is not going to be involving me. Their future is going to be somebody else playing a quarterback. Okay, I get it, but I, he, I, I'm, I'm with you. He let it be known. I don't want to leave here. I was drafted by this organization. I wanted to make this work. It didn't work. 10 and 28 is a starting quarterback. Those numbers don't lie when it comes to Justin Fields being the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears. But he was not ready to give up. They were ready to give up on him, and it happened last year before even the middle of the season when it came to Justin Fields. And I really do applaud him for that because that situation could have got a lot more messier if, if Justin Fields would have said, hell no, I don't want to be here. I can't wait to get out of here. I can't wait to be traded. But he mm-hmm. understood that, hey, let me give this politically politically correct answer right, to make sure I don't throw more fuel on the fire. And especially when he's going to be in Atlanta Falcon, you don't want that hanging over your head. Did I say that loud? Bad ah! Freddy. Bad ah! Freddy. Bad Freddy, as far as it goes with Freddy and Harry. Good Freddy. Good Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> he's good, good Freddy. Harry. He's good Harry. Good Harry. I'm Bad Freddy. I'm Freddy and Harry on ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. You can bundle your home and auto and save. How do you do that? You better make sure you visit Progressive.com. This is your safe space. Your sports therapy. Your chance to get it off your chest. Safe Space with Freddie and Harry. The first caller that we have, uh-huh. I want to go ahead and say I'm sorry, but okay. Greg, okay. can you please take the floor? Okay. Greg in Tennessee, what you got for the Safe Space? Kick it off. Yeah, I'm going to take the floor, all right. I'm going to take your little buddy over there. Uh-oh. Harry Douglas, you told me you asked for my phone number. You were coming to Tennessee, mm-hmm. coming to Chattanooga because your daughter had danced all weekend. Mm-hmm. I stayed home from my daughter's birthday party, sent my wife to a concert by herself, and stayed home from church on Sunday, and I'm going to hell. I was waiting on my phone to ring from Harry Douglas, and it never did. Greg, as soon as I seen your name, I knew exactly what was coming for me. So, number one, let me say this. I apologize. But I need you to hear me out, Greg. I need you to hear me out. Um, I've been on the road from July probably to after the Super Bowl. Right, Freddie? Mm-hmm. Uh, about two or three times a week. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was going to have enough time. But what my wife asked me to do, because she owns the dance studio, I basically had my kids their entire weekend. And my kids wanted to go on a horse and carriage ride, man. They wanted to go to the skate park, the aquarium. Uh, And my daughter also danced. And I didn't have the time. And I apologize, Greg. And I am coming back to Chattanooga. And I promise you I will make it up to you, Greg. Can you forgive me, sir? Please, can you forgive me? Freddie, you're my witness. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't worry. We have it recorded. <laughs> <laughs> but, do, Greg, do you forgive me? Uh, Harry, my last name is Love. My ringtone is the Love Shack. So, you know, I mean, what can I say, baby? As long as you got the right number, I'm, I'm willing to give you a try. I'm, I'm a good Christian man. I believe in forgiving those. 
That's guy, what I'm talking yeah, about, Greg. Exactly, because we've seen those bad Christians. <laughs> I'm glad Greg is not part of the bad Christian brigade. We've, we've seen those. <laughs> we don't so want part it, of that. It, I was supposed to actually meet up with two people, a guy named Chris Goforth, okay. who when I you know started doing media, I did the Falcons pregame show and postgame show mm-hmm. with. I was supposed to meet up with him as well, but – my kids didn't allow it to happen. So yeah. it, Greg and Chris, those mm-hmm. are two people I have to meet up with next time I, I get back to Chattanooga. No doubt about that. And I'm glad that you're going to make amends because I know you're I definitely going to be and continue to be a man of your word. Blake in Ohio, my friend, what words do you have for the safe space? Hey, good talking to you, Freddie and Harry. You guys are my favorite show on the radio. Thank you, brother. But I just want to address the Ohio NFL fans. There's no being an Ohio fan. You're either Bengals or Browns, if that's who you choose. But I'm not rooting for the puppy pound. Who day, baby? I wonder where that came from because I know I'm a fan of two teams. Mm, But at least they're not in the same state. They're not in the same state. For example, I'm not a Jets and Giants fan or a Yankees and Mets fan or a Rangers and Islanders fan. In that state? Wow. Fan of the Browns and Bengals? Mm. I I don't think you should be able to do that in any state. I you know. can't be fan of any uh, of the same teams in one state. That that is horrible. That's horrific. If I'm being honest about well, it. Well, you, usually the fan bases from both of those they're fans of one team, Ohio State. We know that they come together as Browns and Bengals fans for Ohio State. But when those two teams get together, mm-hmm. I, I feel I, I feel bad right now. I'm sorry, Greg. Once again. And you, but I know you're being sincere, so that's not a problem. I, and, and Greg knew, knew that as well. But he said, you only get one more chance. That's all, that's all I need. <laughs> yeah. Greggy, Greggy, give me one more chance. Yeah, yeah. Greggy, Greggy, give yeah. me one more chance. He will, but you messed that up, man. It's going to be Greggy, Greg going to be looking for Harry. Greggy, Greg going to be looking for Harry. <laughs> He's always one of our favorites. He is the mighty wolf in Virginia. Three, two, one. Oh! Wow. Respect, my pack brothers. <laughs> you know, of course. I, I really appreciate the time. This is a very, very... Uh, uh, Freddie, you got that parishioner thing going on, you know? There's a lot of fellowship in this crew. Always. I, I kind of... I, I, yeah, I feel it. I feel it's like I, I'm supposed to be a tough guy. You got my heart strings being pulled here and all this stuff. It's kind of nice. But I just... I wanted to say one thing about Kevin Durant, if I may. Absolutely. On the court, we used to have really good tickets. Tony Duck. We had very good seats in MSG. Okay. And Kevin Durant was definitely a leader of that team when we watched him play. His famous thing always when he'd score on an opponent was, you know, you're too little, man. You ain't big enough for me. Yeah. He let he let his opposition know. But the press is cruel. They definitely use image consultants I think a lot of players do in, in their professional ranks Kevin Durant never needed it never wanted it he is a born leader by example that's all I want to say about Kevin the other category I'd like to bring up because you have the sensitivity thing going on here safe space as you call it Yep. is that you gentlemen have touched a lot of heart strength I think that's the reason why you are rated the way you are in the uh, radio sports industry so I want to leave that with you and then lastly Shannon uh, it's screener or producer as he comes in with content to make this stuff very interesting and I appreciate it. We appreciate the kind words from you, Wolf of Virginia, because that's why you're one of our favorites. Wolf's not a Wolf's not a caller. He's family. That's why I'm right. He, he's that's family. That's right. I agree. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. But yeah, hey, it's what we try to do. We want to make sure that whatever however your day is going, 
We want to make it just a little bit better. If we're able to do that, get you home safely, get to where you're supposed to be safely, whether it's mentally or physically, then that's part of the job process, and we love the part of that job process. Mike in Dallas at 888-729-3776, part of the safe space on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Big Mike, the floor is yours. Hey, fellas. I love your show. I listen to you every day going to pick up my baby girl from daycare. Fantastic. Uh, I'm actually in the parking lot right now. Fantastic. um, I appreciate the time. Um, Y'all were talking about uh, last week when you fell in love with your team, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm a Buccaneers fan, but I've always been a Tom Brady fan. And the first time I saw Mike Allstott run over somebody, oh, my gosh, I was hooked for life (laughs) as a Buccaneers fan. But here's my safe space. I am tired of the prisoner of the now. I watch all the ESPN shows, especially in the morning. Um, Everybody is calling uh, Patrick Mahomes the GOAT. When he's done literally half of what Tom Brady did in a 20-year career, like half as many playoff wins, half as many. I mean, granted, he's only been playing for, what, six years now? But half as many Super Bowl appearances. And when Andy Reid leaves, I mean, he's 66. When Andy Reid leaves, what's Patrick Mahomes going to have? Because it took Belichick and Brady to go to to 10 Super Bowls in 20 years. It it took the two of them, I mean, minus the Buccaneers here, but – yeah, I just, I'm, I'm kind of tired of the prisoner of the now with Patrick Mahomes. And hey, Harry, next time you're in Dallas, uh, hit me up. We'll go to Nick and Sam's and we'll grab a drink and some oh, steaks. Yeah, and a baby Mike. Yeah, Nick and Sam's. Now let, let me let me say this about Patrick Mahomes because we mm-hmm. do know that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick they went to ten Super Bowls in twenty years. Patrick Mahomes has been to four in six years of starting at the quarterback position. He's won three of those and also has two MVPs. He's been to six straight AFC championship games. And I think also the way it's it's look and his growth at the quarterback position and winning these last two, mm-hmm. it's what's really, really catching people's attention in their eyes. Now, do I think Patrick Mahomes is the GOAT currently right now? No. But – if he wins four Super Bowls and mm-hmm. they're able to three-peat, yeah. that's something that Tom Brady and company didn't do. Yeah, it, it's That's a, something yeah. that no one has done yeah. since the merger. Yeah, but I'm with Mike in Dallas. I don't want people to put him in that conversation when he still has many, many miles to go before we can put dirt on his career when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. I don't, not you, but I don't like when people try to rush greatness along. Enjoy the greatness as it, as it is right now. Yep. All the things you mentioned about Patrick Mahomes, six conference championship games, four Super Bowls, three Super Bowl rings. He has definitely accomplished a lot in six years than most quarterbacks will ever accomplish in 15 or 20. But let the greatness continue to happen. I'm not trying to rush that greatness out of the door when it's eye candy for me when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. Damon in Minneapolis, what do you have for the safe space, my friend? What up? So listen, uh-huh. earlier yeah. y'all said... Candy was Cameo's best song. I said it, yeah. Nah, that ain't even true. What's one better? One y'all did. I, no, I, I'm, I'm the one that you said got, it. I'm the one that said it. Yeah, you got, you got. Why have I lost you? You got Sparkle. Mm-hmm. We going out tonight. Mm-hmm. Shake your pants. Yeah. Man, Candy's good. Candy's very good. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie there. Okay. But I don't think it's their best song. Okay, that, that's Ooh. fair. We have a disagreement on that one. He, he also forgot Attack Me With Your Love, She's Strange, Ooh. Single Life, Fast, Fierce, and Funny. I mean, the, the whole first side of, can, of um, Word Up, Word Up, and then Candy, and then Fast, Fierce, and Funny. Also, um, one of my favorite songs is Underrated by Them. 
and you know it as well. It goes back and forth. Hey. Back, back and forth. But, but, let, but let me say this. Underrated tune. C- Candy is my favorite song, Bomb, because mm-hmm. it just does mm-hmm. something to my hips. Them things get to moving, Freddie, in this little seat that I'm in. Oh. <laughs> mine Left, mine, mine right, is middle. Yeah, mine right. is cameos talking out the side of your neck. Talking out the side of your and neck. And so for the really folks who don't song. know, you go to an HBCU game, yeah. you hear the band playing it. Them yeah. LSU fans, yeah. when you hear neck, that's yeah. coming from cameo. Yep. Florida State fans, when you hear neck, uh, that's coming from cameo. Here's another underrated song by cameo. Why do you look so angry when you said it, Shannon? Because he, he feels some kind of way about I, it. I know he has that's a, a conversation for off air. He's an HBCU grad. Enough said. Another underrated tune by them, Skin I'm In by Cameo. Fantastic record that came out in 1989, 1990. So, but Candy is still their best record. No one's going to get me off that platform. Y'all can't see me, but, 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 but Freddie yeah. and, and Shannon see me moving my hips. Christine Lisi sees you as well. She could not shake her head from the side of just laughing out loud <laughs> of the genius and the greatness that is Harry Douglas of Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. Part of the candy known as Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. The Washington Commanders will have their choice of candy quarterbacks once no one is taken. But what should they do with the second overall pick? And should they keep Sam Howard to try to figure it out? That's next. Are we playing skin I'm in? Sam Pierce on the ones and twos. Okay, Sam. There we go. Stay in your own skin on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. It is a Wednesday Groovathon known as Freddie and Harry. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us on Sirius XM Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. So not only the Chicago Bears on the clock with the number one pick in the draft, you could definitely say the same thing about the Washington Commanders and having pick number two. A lot of intrigue about that. And maybe just maybe what can they do and maybe think about trading up 
to the number one pick. Let's bring in an FOS friend of the show. He is John Kime, the ESPN Washington Commanders reporter. Hit him on Twitter at John underscore Kime. That's K-E-I-M. John, I'll start right there. If you're running the Washington Commanders and you have the second overall pick, what are you doing? I'm going to stay and take one of the either Jaden Daniels or, or Drake May. And I think that's – now, the reason I – when you talk to people in the league – what you hear is that Caleb, of course, is a clear number one mm-hmm. by most people, right? The question, though, for these guys is how much do you, how much, if you really wanted to move up, what are you willing to give up to do that? And and if the, the if the if the pick is for sale, there's going to be competition. So now, are we talking a couple seconds in a future first? It's a lot. Of, that's a lot of draft capital for a team that knows it needs a lot to build out this roster. And I just think of the question that I would have for them is, is Williams better than Daniel slash may plus possibly three other high picks. And I think, you know, so that, that would be, that's the reason why that I think they would stay in. I, I know they want to build through the draft and I know that they feel like the roster is going to need to be fortified here. So, that's what I think happens, but okay. who knows? <laughs> like, what if the price isn't this high, you know? John, we're also talking about the commanders in which they have the most cap space right now of every team in the National Football right. League, so they can do a lot in those regards. But yeah. back to the draft, do you feel like the Washington Com- commanders can afford to trade down, or do they need to stay right there at two and pick their guy of the future? Well, unless some other move is made before the draft, as far as like if they acquired a veteran quarterback, let's say, in which case you could say, okay, well, you could trade down, pick up more draft capital, and maybe draft another, maybe maybe outside of the top three quarterbacks, whether it's McCarthy or Penix, whomever. That would be the only way that I don't that I think you um, would not take a quarterback at two. And so, like, trading down would only be if you, again, if you acquired it one another way, right. and then you could get more draft capital, et cetera. So that's where, that's where I think so much of this comes on the draft capital. And I know, like, Adam Peters was in San Francisco when they got Trey Lance, and they were aggressive moving up. But that roster was really good before they got to that point. And this one needs work. And, you know, and I think what their philosophy is, like, they have a very patient owner. Josh Harris went through the process in Philly. Um, it's a new regime, so if you're ever going to be patient, now is the time, and they have a chance to get their guy. And I know, like, because I know, you know, everybody talks about Kingsbury and the Caleb Williams stuff, too, Right. but he also coached in that air raid, and he's Phil Longo, who's the Wisconsin OC, those two are pretty tight, and Phil Longo coached Drake May and Sam Howell at North Carolina. Hmm. So there's a lot of there's a lot of connections here. That's why it's like, you know, it's hard just to go that route. But I think they stay, again, I think they would stay put unless they acquired a veteran and said, like, you know what, maybe they could get someone else lower in the draft but pick up more capital. Great stuff by John Kime, ESPN Washington Commanders reporter, joining us here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Real quick, what has it been like? Now it's been a year and a half since Dan Snyder <laughs> is no longer in charge of Washington and a new regime has really kind of reestablished that team in that city? I don't know. It's really hard to 
just accurately, maybe adequately express how different it is and how different it feels. And before, you might get good coaches here, right? I mean, Joe Gibbs was here, Mike Shanahan. I mean, there are a lot of, you know, Ron Rivera was an established coach. I mean, so, like, there was, you know, Gibbs and Shanahan are, you know, one's in the Hall of Fame, one could be in the Hall of Fame. And yet you knew it wasn't going to work long term because above them it just wasn't going to work. And here the difference is that you have an owner that that is operates much differently than Dan Snyder ever did. And so I think the I think just the football set the organizational setup I think provides a far better chance for long term sustained success than they've had in a few decades. It's just I think it's that dramatically different. When we today we talked to a lot of the assistant coaches, and you could just feel a different energy that I think that comes from being in a place where everything is, feels fresh again. Sam Howell, he finished 12th in passing yards in the National Football League. Now, the flip side of that, he was also sacked more than any quarterback in the National Football League 65 right. times. Mm. Do you think Sam Howell has shown enough that he can be a franchise quarterback in the National Football League? A friend, I guess it depends on how you define franchise. I think he can be a starting quarterback in this league. And I think, you know, the book is far from closed on Sam Howell. I mean, he's a smart kid. He's a tough kid. He, you know, he, I, so I, I would not close the book on him. The only question is when and where does he get his next chance? Will it be here somehow? Or, or you know, he's, he's got two more years on his rookie deal. Um, so I, I think there's still a shot for him. But as a franchise guy, I just think you need to see more because I think, you know, I guess what would be your definition of franchise? Is it a quality starter? Is it a top 10 starter? Um, you know, I don't, I don't think we can say top 10, but I think you could – I think he's got a chance to be. And I've had other people compare him to, like, an Andy Dalton type, not the same quarterback, but that level, right, where he could get to that – um, he just was put in a situation that was a difficult one, and then now you have a new a regime that is not tethered to you at all because nobody here drafted you, nobody here, you know, was in charge when you came on. Well, I shouldn't say that, they, but the GM and the head coach were not here when you were drafted. So he's going to have to prove it again. But I do think he can play in this league, and I wouldn't close the book on him. Hey, John, always appreciate my friend. Keep it the great work because we're going to blink our eyes. The NFL draft is going to be right here. You take care and be well. And thanks for joining us, and Freddie and Harry. <laughs> Always love coming on here. Thanks, man. Yeah, he's an FOS West friend of the show, John Kime, ESPN Washington Commanders Report. Hit him on Twitter at John underscore Kime. And you can just hear the relief in his voice covering this team right now yep. because when it was that kind of toxicity, it could have been very, very easy for John to say, I need another team to cover. Let somebody else deal with this. It just feels like a freshness, even though they did not have the season that they thought they were going to have last season with Ron Rivera. Eric Bieniemy is the offensive coordinator. Sam Howell, they thought, could be a guy that could ramp up in the second year. It didn't happen. But now they have a chance to reboot, and you have a chance to reboot the quarterback position, a new head coach. It just feels like a different but a good kind of freshness with an organization and a fan base that can sorely use that in Washington, D.C. when it comes to the commanders. Yeah, I think with the new ownership, the Josh Harris group, they have to take a quarterback at two, Freddie, in my mm-hmm. opinion. You're yeah. ta- you're, we're also talking about a fan base that this ownership group has to win back. That's part yes. of the deal, right? Think about how many people that love the Washington organization for so long that has strayed away mm-hmm. because of Daniel Snyder. I think now for jo- for the Josh Harris group and the new ownership and Dan Quinn and company, it's now time to time to win these fans back. What's a solid way to be able to help that whole ordeal? 
drafting a franchise quarterback at number two overall and letting people know that, hey, we are serious. And like I mentioned, uh, they have the most cap space of any team in the National Football League, so they can do wonders free agency-wise and bring in some serious talent to go along with some some of the young talent they have offensively. And also you have two centerpieces on the defensive line in Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen. Now you got to get better other places def- uh, defensively uh, across uh, that unit. And Dan Quinn, we know what he's been able to do with defenses in Dallas when he was in Atlanta, right. being able to reach a Super Bowl. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the Washington Commanders could do moving forward. One of the things about the Washington Commanders, at least they have a general manager, part of that San Francisco system that understands exactly what kind of blueprint you need if you're going to rebuild this franchise, to resurrect this franchise. You know that he had to learn a little something, something. After being around John Lynch, the general manager, and Kyle Shanahan of the San Francisco 49ers, that's what Washington is banking on. You're coming from an organization that has shown, man, boy, they could develop talent. Boy, they could spot talent, not just in the first round, not just in free agency, seemingly everywhere. What the 49ers have been able to build and have that kind of team that has been to the Super Bowl championship game two times in the last five years. You're banking on that, but you're right. It starts with a quarterback, and no matter who they select, there are going to be plenty of people who are going to say, you should have selected the other guy. They take Jaden Dams and number two out of LSU, the Heisman Trophy winner. There are going to be plenty of camps that will say you should have taken Drake May out of North Carolina. If they take Drake May, so how can you pass with Jaden Daniels out of LSU? To me, there's no wrong answer. you got to make sure the guy you selected number two, if you don't try to trade in number one to get Caleb Williams, is not the best quarterback, but the best fit for your organization when it comes to the future of the Washington Commanders. I also believe for the Commanders, it's a positive that you have two guys on your coaching staff that are former head coaches in Anthony Lynn and also Cliff Kingsbury. So Dan Quinn doing a solid job making sure that, hey, He's surrounded by great coaches. Mm-hmm. You have Bobby Ingram. You also have Joe Witt, who I'm very, very high of. You got a guy in Ryan Kerrigan who played at a high level, who's been coaching as well for the Washington uh, Commanders. So I, I really like William Gay, a guy I played with at Louisville, played for the Pittsburgh Steelers, right. won a Super Bowl. He's going to be the assistant defensive backs coach. So I really like what they're doing in Washington and how they're trying to build this thing out for the future moving forward. Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together. And Freddie and Harry, thanks for joining us. Always hit us up on Twitter at Coleman. ESPN and at H Douglas 83. We got two things for you when it comes to another news. One involving an offshoot of the last dance of honor, Chicago Bill, Chicago Bulls, excuse me. And number two, you're really going to hate the Dallas Cowboys now if you hear this news. That's next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. It is the Friday Wednesday Groovathon known as Freddie and Harry. With Harry Douglas, I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us on Sirius XM Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Each and every night we know that we are busy. You're driving home. You still may be at work. There are plenty of things in news that you may not be a party to. That's where Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas come in. They may not be the top stories of the day. In other news. But you need to be in the know. This is In Other News. Back in 2020, when the pandemic knocked out just about every sport in this country and in the world, the last dance was center stage each and every Sunday when the pandemic was going on in the springtime heading into the summer. Well, now we're going to get a last dance part two because Scottie Pippen, Luke Longley, and Horace Grant, those former Bulls players, they're going to be in Australia for the No Bull Tour. They're going to have their say about the 1990s championship decade in that dynasty and offer their points of view about the Last Dance documentary series that was on ESPN and ABC from 2020, Harry. Uh, we know Scottie Pippen feels some type of way. <laughs> I don't know how Horace Grant feels or Luke Longley, mm-hmm. but I don't know if this is going to be a celebration of Michael Jordan at all. <laughs> no, not even close. Not even. And you mentioned Scottie Pippen feeling some sort of way. This was Scottie Pippen's way of making sure that he was going to have his say, his way, with not so his anybody. Side of oh, and no interruption from Michael Jordan because that was Michael Jordan's last dance. Let's call it as it is. Other people being interviewed, but that was basically, basically his Charlie Murphy true Hollywood story from Chappelle's show. That was Michael Jordan. Who, man. <laughs> how, how, how much do you think they're getting paid to do this? Now that's a good question. I don't think they're doing that for free. I know Hell Luke Longley's no. from Australia, so it's a homecoming for him. But yeah, they're they're not doing that for free. No, 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 no. no and no, it's no. hard not to look at it and just say that you're salty, especially if you're Pippin. Like I'm, I'm sure like Grant wasn't too thrilled how he was portrayed in the in the documentary as well. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Luke Longley. So maybe for the three of them, it's it's looking a little, little like salt to me. Well, well, for Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan's son is dating his ex-wife. I don't know how you can't put salt into it. That's just strange. It's very weird. Although my sister was kind of hoping. She said, I hope they stay together and they have a wedding ceremony because (laughs) both of them are going to have to be there. You can't just not show them and say, you know, son, I can't be there. You know who's there. You know, honey. I can't be there. They're both going to have well, to be there. Well, Scotty Pippen don't have to be there. I don't know. He might just show up just because. <laughs> just <laughs> Are we talking there. about wedding crashers? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's going to get in touch with Inner Vince Vaughn. <laughs> I can see something nah, like what's that. Now, what's it going to be? It's going to be Dwayne from a different world? Will you? <laughs> baby please baby please <laughs> for those who know what we're talking about just google different world 
Whitley and Dwayne Wayne ceremony, and you're welcome. Now, let's keep us a buck. Byron's best men, they were some chumps for that whole thing. How are you going to allow this other man to come up here and break up your wedding, you and you the, whole, you the best man, you yeah. his brother, yeah, the but, whole group, but he and y'all just, ain't even trying to stomp dude. But, like, but, I know. Yeah, he, just won political <laughs> office. he just won political office. He, he should have got hit with a brick immediately. I understand that. You needed the ushers to do that because the one they looked like they were ready to get their scrap on, but when you just won political office, when it comes to that, yeah, you can't, all of a sudden you can't get in touch with Inner Mike Tyson. That's not going to fly. There was well. nothing stopping you from you and Dwayne. Maybe Ron, because Ron was up there walking with Dwayne, coming yeah. in like Ron was about to do something. I yeah. know he's from Detroit, Man. but he worried about selling cars. If I, right. had that been, yeah. ooh, if, ooh. I, if I was buying, I'd have taken my, I'd have beat Dwayne with Ron. <laughs> Listen, Shannon is so He's passionate about it. The disrespect. Not just disrespect. You were invited to the wedding. And then all of a sudden, you were there the night before, hanging out with the bride, pouring your heart out. She's pouring mm-hmm. her, your heart out. And then the next day, although the the best line about that whole episode, when he stands his will you and shouts it back, bless out those who ask the questions there, brother. Shaza <laughs> <laughs> had the best line that nobody talks about in that episode. Bless out those who ask the question there now, brother. <laughs> it's a different world. <laughs> By the way, they had a great Where you come from. They had a great picture of Dwayne Wayne, Kadeem Hardison, Sinbad, Jasmine Guy, Charnell Brown, Cree Summer, Freddie Brooks. Mm-hmm. And also a picture of them together in this day and age. They, they still get together and hang out along with Don Lewis, who played Jaleesa. It was Bro, a great, great the, picture the, of all Freddie, of them. Freddie, we had some shows, man. We yeah. really had some shows. A different World gets more credit now than it did when it was actually hot after coming on after the Cosby wow. show. But believe me, that was must-see TV. I could see Charnell Brown, Cree Summer, Jasmine Guy and Don Lewis for 22 minutes per week. Think about how many gla- guys was trying to get the glasses that Dwayne Wayne. Oh yeah, had. the flip ups. Oh yeah. yeah, the flip ups. No question about that. The <laughs> flip ups. And uh, Freddie, for you, the uh, the cast actually they, they do college tours now. Yes, they do. They, they yes. go around the country yep. speaking at different colleges. Exactly. So that's pretty cool. Exactly. No doubt about that. So that was a valuable show then and now when it comes to a different world. But they don't have any more value than the top 100 most valuable sports franchises in the world. That covers six sports and ten leagues around the world. All these franchises are collectively worth four hundred and five billion. There are twenty-two clubs worth at least five billion. Here are the top ten most valuable sports franchises in the world. The New York Jets are number ten at six point eleven billion. San Francisco 49ers at six point one five billion at number nine. Number eight, the New England Patriots, six point seven billion. Los Angeles Rams are number seven, six point nine billion. New York Giants are number six, seven point seven point zero billion. New York Yankees at number five, 7.1 billion. Los Angeles Lakers at number four, 7.3 million. New York Knicks at number three, 7.4 billion. Golden State Warriors at number two, 8.2 billion. And the most valuable sports franchise in the world, the Dallas Cowboys at $9.2 billion. They are a billion clear of the Golden State Warriors at number two, according to Sportico. Who've won. Four NBA championships yep. since, what was that, the 2015 season? Yeah, last nine years, Golden State's won four in the last yeah. nine years. Yeah, Wow. But the Dallas Cowboys, a championship-less organization since 1995, worth $9.2 billion as the most valuable sports franchise in the world. How about them Cowboys? How about those no playoffs? Man, 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 man. <laughs> Can I wish you, he would try to come stop my wedding. Ooh! <laughs> I think Byron was fine after that. I, relax. 
Jazz, Whitley Gilbert and Dwayne Wade wind up getting married, having a baby, going to Japan off to a different world. They stayed together. Forget my boys as the groom. I'm going to stop that ASAP. Well, I, I guarantee if Byron's mother had her way, she definitely would stop that. She, that's looked, what du- that's she what, looked heated. That's what Dwayne get to because he tried to get a job and Keenan was like, uh-uh. You left me for, for Whitley. Yep, that's what you get. <laughs> Just Google different world if you'll know what we're talking about. And like we said, you're welcome. Amber and Ian comes your way next. <laughs> <laughs> for Harry Douglas <laughs> and his passion yes, he would. Shannon Penn Whitley Gilbert and Dwayne Gilbert in a different world I'm Freddie Cole this has been Freddie and Harry on the mighty ESPN Radio thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio you can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio the ESPN app and on Sirius XM Channel 80 you can also watch and listen on the ESPN app the Freddie and Harry podcast